Hey guys, how y'all doing? Hey, what's up? Sup? This is the Failed Artist Show, episode two, and we are here with our good friend Corey Hunting. Very special guest. How are you doing, guys? Why don't you say hello, Corey Hunting? Hello, Corey Hunting. Ahaha. So how are you? I am doing awesome today. It is a awesome Wednesday? Tuesday. 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 Oh, it's my Tuesday. bad. Oh. My bad. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm doing really good. We just got with finished with a little mermaid practice, and, yeah, it was really fun. Indeed it was. Okay, for a nonchalant, Corey hunting, really fast interview, Um, three random questions. Can you stick your toe in your ear? Absolutely not. I'm not flexible enough. Would you shave all the hair on your head for uh, 50 bucks? Absolutely, uh, even though I love my hair. Would you do it for now, for us now on the show? Probably not, because I don't think you guys would pay me. Would you date an alien? I would. If it was hot. Okay, let's dive right into the questions. Right. All right, well, the topic for this show is superheroes, and before we begin, we kind of want to go over the um, premise of what makes someone a superhero so alex you want to give me a few words on that well i personally think what makes a superhero is something unique they have to have something they have to have either really good kung fu style or whatever fighting skills a superpower or something to defend themselves and an easy escape plan you can't just run away or have a car because the police will easily catch you so you need a good escape plan I would definitely agree with that a little bit. Uh, one thing that I think makes a true hero is someone who puts other people before himself. And that is anyone, who, even if they don't have superpowers or an escape route or all that fancy stuff. I mean, anyone who does that in my book is a hero. Good answer. I like that very much. You know, I, I disagree with both those statements. I think that any person can be a hero as long as they're righteous in their cause. I don't think you have to put forth someone in front of you. I think as long as you're doing a generally good deed, you're okay, but... Could you give us an example? Um, I'm going to go with Osmosius from The Watchmen. There was no, he was the smartest man on the earth. Yeah, that that gives him a power, but he killed half of New York City to stop World War Three. Would you say that that's evil or good? Well, it was. In my book, I think that's making the tough decision, the tough decisions, and you know, I mean, if you are really thinking and like. Even if some people have to be sacrificed for the greater good, I think that that's... Right. I Picking think the lesser of two evils. Exactly. That's that's what I think he did. Definitely. I don't know. I still think that vigilantes, in a sense, are, are heroes in my book, like Batman, Rorschach, the Punisher. I think those people are heroes. Well, Batman doesn't kill people. I mean, I guess I, th I think that's against his moral code. Now, Rorschach or whatever, work, whatever, <laughs> he... He kills people, right? Yeah. But he does it for the... He only kills, like... Like, the guy who, uh... 
kidnapped the girl and then raped her to death and then fed her to the dogs. Rorschach killed the dogs that were eating the girl and then handcuffed the man to a pole and lit him on fire. I think that's... Perfect justice? I think it's heroic. It, not not perfect justice. Be, well, yeah, in a sense, the man got what he deserved. He killed. He deserved to be killed. Now, do you think it's up to anybody to decide who should live or not? Or should that be up to somebody in higher power? I think that all of us have our own moral standards in that if, in one person's view, it is a, it is right and justice to you know, kill for the greater good, I think that that is our decision to decide. And I think that if we do decide that, 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 that doesn't make us bad people, that it makes us righteous in a sense. Well, it comes to the point where I start choosing someone else's fate for them. It's not, it comes to the point where, like, if you're a generally bad person and I choose to execute you, I've become the executioner. I've chosen your fate. You're, th- I and think you have to deal with the consequences. Hopefully. Well, but, yes, there's consequences to everything, whether in life or the afterlife. But, I mean, there are plenty of superheroes or just everyday heroes that get away with doing things like that on a regular basis. Superheroes? Uh, like... Like Superman. He, his moral code is to save everyone he can, but there have been some cases where he's let people die on his watch. Now, is that for the greater good, or he just couldn't help it? He just couldn't help them. So, well, then I think that's forgivable. I mean, there's something... You can't save everybody. Heroes, superheroes cannot save everybody. It's, it's impossible. People are dying every day, so they can't be super superheroes yeah uh i definitely agree with that and it's it's not really the fault of the hero it's they chose what they do and it in choosing that they have to live with the fact that some people that they try to save may die in the process because if they if or if they are not actual people with powers people always get hurt it it it's happened in every person's, every hero's moral, like, life. And that just comes to the point on when does a hero become a villain? In the words of um, Harvey Dent, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Don't touch me there, Alex. Way to make the entire audience think I'm such a creeper. You'd like me to touch you there, wouldn't you? My elbow? No, it's a little creepy. Wow. <laughs> All right, we're back with the Failed Artist Show with our good friend, Corey Hunting. How you guys doing? I'm doing good, thanks. Well, I, oh, I was talking about audience. our yes, audience. I'm, we're very interested in you guys. Corey, spell the word house backwards. Um, E-S-U-O-H. Good job. See, I would have mixed those, the O and the U backwards. I would have, I would have failed at that. I want to know why you asked me to do that. 
I have no clue. <laughs> he usually doesn't when he asks you random questions like that. <laughs> All right. Well, now that was great. This was our first audience asked question by our friend Damien Radine. Thank you. Okay, what do you guys? Let's start with Corey, our special guest. What do you think is the worst hero you've ever seen or read about? That is a hard decision to make because because, uh, there are so many good heroes that have ended up becoming bad. And I I don't know if you're talking about, like, morally or... No, they suck. Superheroes that suck. (laughs) Robin from the Batman series. Okay, interesting. Do tell. Um, I I I think that it's a little like insane for a kid to be I mean, for Batman to take him under his wing, I think could be seen as like endangering a child because I mean he was just a kid when when Batman took him under his wing and not no pun intended. Um <laughs> <laughs> but uh well let's 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 talk about about the robins for a second but there are um very good point by the way let's only cover um four robins there's um dick grayson who his parents died and batman took him under his wing because his parents died too there's um jason todd who was robbing tires off the batmobile and batman took him under his wing to make him a better citizen there's tim drake who was the third robin Jason Todd died, so this was after Batman swore not to take another Robin. Tim Drake actually wanted to become Robin, and then there was the fourth Robin, and I can't remember her name. Now, who becomes Nightwing? Did you mention that? Um, Dick Grayson. The first Robin, right? The first Robin becomes Nightwing. The second Robin gets blown up by the Joker after he's beaten to death. And then he become he gets resurrected and becomes a villain named Red Hood, which I think Corey brought up, it's it's not always a good thing to take a person that fragile and put him in a life-threatening situation because it could make you insane. Now, Red Hood did great things. I mean, he stopped a lot of crime in Gotham, but he stopped it by killing people. Now, let, let's, let's go back to the question. Alex, who is the worst superhero for you? This was actually a tough question for me. Um, I'm going to have to go with... Now, correct me if I'm wrong, that Hawk guy or Hawkman? Hawkman. Hawkman. Okay, from what I can tell, I do, I do remember him very vaguely, though. From what I remember, he just carries around, like, a spiky axe, and doesn't he just have wings? And that's yeah. it? There's, like, no other important significance. I mean, <laughs> is that a bird? Is that a plane? No, it's a retarded guy with hawk wings and a stupid axe. I mean, come on. You can't really stop a lot of things with a spiky axe and wings. I mean, yeah, you can get some distance, but that's pretty much it. Tyler? Yeah, well, Thor only has a small hammer. Well, I mean, he's like the god of lightning, isn't he? No, no, he's not. That's duh. Well, he controls yeah, lightning, he doesn't he? Yeah, he's, he's the, the god, god of, of lightning. lightning. Yeah. I think I think none of these heroes compare to the awesomeness. <laughs> Just kidding. The horribleness of the Wonder Twins. <laughs> shape of a bucket of water form of a cockroach come on guys write a better storyline well, these... I mean okay continue. no there are yeah. these two twins that from like outer space that when they touch each other's rings one can turn to like a form of water <laughs> and you'd think it'd be manly like form of a tsunami but it was always like form of like an ice cube and like the bad guy would like trip over it and the other one would turn into like a 
an animal, and you'd think she'd be like a gigantic like dinosaur, but it's more like a bucket of water, a chipmunk, and and a shark. That'd be well, really sharks are pretty terrifying. Well, yeah, not, not out of water, not well, in a bucket of water. That makes sense. <laughs> okay. I mean, didn't they also have like a monkey too? They they did. Well, what was the point of the monkey? That always reminded me of like Speed Racer or something. Well, I think it kind of was like not not Speed Racer in a sense, but um. Oh, do you guys remember that one old show you used to watch on Boomerang with the ghost? Oh my god! I can't Shows? remember. I, I know um, what you're talking about. He was like, he had like a, a white costume Google. and like of of v, a red V in his costume. I think. Right? Yeah. No, totally. And I just. Oh, it makes me so. I, I'm trying to think about what a monkey could actually do. I mean, I think that possibly poop. they could use their they banana could, peels. They could poop. Just like in Super and Smash they, Brothers Brawl. Shout out to everyone who loves that game. I was going with the Mario Kart reference. Oh well, I, like I mean better. both of them. I mean because I really love Brawl and Mario Kart. Well, with back to the twins, they could be very threatening. I think what Tyler's just saying is, <clears throat> excuse me, Space Ghost. Space, Space Ghost. Ghost. Okay. That was Space the show's Ghost. name. Space I think. Ghost. I think what he was saying is they were too dumb enough to actually use their powers to their full extent, and plus they had to be connected. Their rings had to be connected, so all the villain had to do was just separate them, and then they're done. They were screwed. Okay, I'm pretty sure that was just like a big turnoff to everybody that was listening. <laughs> that also, that could have just like deafened them. That so just now we're gonna have to pay for some medical bills. Thank you, Tyler. That just spiked like the sound bar like all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Let's no. laugh a little closer. <laughs> Alex, why don't you read me the next question? Okay. I don't okay. feel comfortable. That one, right there. Yeah, that go one? for okay. it. Who is this asked by? I think this was Justin. No, this was Marcelo. Was it? Yes. It was. It was his birthday yesterday. Happy birthday. Yes. Happy birthday, Marcelo. Happy, Happy birthday. Happy late birthday. Are we Are we going to? No? No, we're not going to say Okay, okay. I, I thought we were going to say, like, happy birthday, Marcelo. And then you were going to say the next line in the song. But let's. Happy birthday. Anyway. It was your late birthday. Now, you asked. If we could combine, if we could combine two any two heroes. How would we combine them? Like, what what two would we combine? Corey? Um, that is another very difficult question, but it is an awesome question. Uh, personally, I think that I would want to combine a little bit of Thor and his, I, I mentioned him earlier, but a little bit of his super strength and his flying ability and... Uh, then I'd also want to throw in uh, Batman, even though he's not really like a superhero. I'd I'd want to have like all of Bruce Wayne's uh, like gadgets, yeah, and gizmos, absolutely, and and his detective powers would come in handy. Now, yeah. isn't he more of a symbol more than a superhero? Would well, you say? No, because Batman's a Batman's a person. The fear that he drives into heroes would be a symbol, but no, Batman. Batman. Batman can be. Or lives forever, like you mentioned. He he's a symbol. So if Bruce Wayne gets too old, he's going to try and find somebody to replace him. Now there were a few incidents where Dick Grayson 
donned the Batman cape and cowl for a little bit. But did you ever watch the show Batman Beyond? Absolutely. That because was, yes. that's I thought I thought that was yes. a very good interpretation. That, ex- that ex- is exactly what happened when but, he got too old. But Batman wouldn't be a symbol. Batman would just be a different person. Right. I think that But the people wouldn't know that. Batman Batman, Batman is symbolic, but he's not a symbol. No matter who he's portrayed by. He's still a big black bat. <clears throat> I think that if I could combine two heroes, I would go with Wolverine and Nightcrawler. I could teleport all over the place and stab you with adamantium claws. Ouch. While I teleport. Whoa. Well. Wait. I, I uh, think, no, no. No, wait. Just, I just want to say, like, oh, yeah. I think the coolest cameo appearance I've ever seen was Wolverine in the uh, X-Men first class movie. That was awesome. That was just amazing. I felt like a geek oh, when yeah. I saw that. When I Yeah, when I saw him, it was... It was almost to the point where I, I, well, I was like, the, I would seriously pay money just to see that part of the movie. <laughs> okay, that Alex, was my favorite X-Men you ho- movie. You hook me up with something. Now, if I were to combine two superheroes, I would go with Iron Man and going with X-Men Professor X. One, because going on my little greedy side here, Tony Stark is rich. Um, and he has a lot of money to use at, to his advantage. Um, I'm not. Is Professor X rich? Well, he he owns the school, right? He's he's not. Ri- he's rich in taste. Very true. Have you seen that castle? Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and those wheels. Okay, yeah. Have you seen his wheelchair? That's the most fanciest piece of wheelchair sure. I've ever seen. Cerebro. That's pretty fancy. Oh, anyways, man. anyways. Well, okay. Iron Man can already do so much. He can shoot like a freaking missile out of his hands and like a gamma ray like like Dragon Ball Z uh, blast. Kamehameha! Kamehameha! Once really, again, that's once too. again, thank you for like deafening our audience. We're going to have some medical bills on our hands. Anyways, yeah, he can shoot like a freaking Kamehameha or whatever out of his hand and Kamehameha? What? I'm pretty sure it's pronounced I'm pr- I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Kamehameha. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, should we Google that again? If you want, I'll explain more. Google Translate. And he's like telepathic. He can he can like reform molecules, like catch them on fire. He can persuade you. He can make mental blocks. He could like cripple you. Couldn't he? Talking about Professor X now, right? Yes, because because you didn't really make that transition. I'm sorry. Professor X can do all that. I'm I'm pretty sure you're thinking about Jean Grey. You know, I was never. I, very per, Professor informed. X. Professor X isn't. Professor X is. Um, he he's not as powerful as Jean Grey. He, he even, can't. He even ad- admitted that he can't move things with his mind, but he can control other people's minds. Right. He can persuade them, and he can have conversations with he's, them. He can be inside their. He's mind. telepathic, but he's not telekinetic. Right. Or is I, it I just around? I just think he could be. No. Yeah. Combining right. those two would be on an all powerful. I mean, being bald Iron Man. <laughs> I, I think that another really cool Professor superhero. Iron Man. <laughs> I think like a really cool superhero that we never, you never actually hear about most of the time is in X Men. He was in X Men Two. Jason, um, 
Scott, I want to say his last name was. He was the illusionist. Yeah. No, I thought that was the Cyclops. No, that's Scott, isn't it? Yeah, no. Scott. yeah, that's his name. No, like this Jason. I don't know his last name, but he um places oh, illusions oh. in people's minds. You're talking about um the guy who made Iron Man, uh, Stryker, his son. Yes. His name was uh yeah Jason. He was he was in actually in uh, X Men Origins Wolverine. Also, he was in. Both the he second was. and the X Men Origins. True. Now, yeah. what about Gambit? He can like Gambit's pretty sick. I was yeah. always, I, I remember was confused about his power. To be honest with you, he um they didn't give that much insight to what his power actually I thought it was. Was just like magical card, but there had to be something with him. No, he like he can speed up the molecules and something to make him like spontaneously combust. He just chooses cards because they're so small. Correct me if I'm wrong, audience. I wouldn't know. Why don't you send us your favorite superhero? Please, because you didn't really give us any feedback last time. I mean, Yeah, we felt kind of... We still love you, though. We did ask you a lot of questions, though. You might have felt pressured, but now we're just going to stick with... Under pressure. One. I don't know that song. <gasps> Under pressure. That sounds familiar, though. It's a great feeling. I swear, if you touch me there one more time, oh Alex. Oh my gosh. I didn't even touch you at all. You're sitting across, well, not across me, but yeah, you're sitting across me. I'm not going to touch you. I Are promise. you kidding me? I just saw you touch his elbow, man. That is my private area. I love my elbow more than anything. His I'm penis. Sure <laughs> oh, I've heard that since I was in second grade. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Really? I didn't talk about that kind of stuff in second grade. I talked about, like, Red Rover, except I actually never even played that game before. I've always wanted to get like a gang of people and play Red Rover on McCulloch, but not tell anyone you're playing Red Rover. I have no idea what that even that game even is. I mean, really, I don't. I don't I've never played Red Rover. Google it. Google. Yeah, it. it's, it's, we, it's, we already said we were gonna Google that other thing, and we kind of just ignored it. it you I, can't. You can't go into describing Red Rover. It's a game of clotheslineage. A yes. game of madness. Your base, kids, dude. Kids, yes. kids get clotheslined all the time in that game. That's basically you, no way. That's like so yeah. Fun. You hold hands and like you say, send someone over, and they just come over, and you can either clothesline them or just let them run through. So it's like a game of chance. Absolutely. I like that. Let's play it. No, it's like a game of violence. <laughs> <laughs> I've also wanted to play like Red Rover with like high schoolers against like second graders, but like my PE right, coach never be, took that out. That'd be, you know, safe and fair. Okay, well, I think it's time for another timed response. Okay. All right, Corey, uh, you can read this one. You can. All right. Uh, if you could be a hero, which hero could you would you want to be? Could I could be a I can't be a lot really. All right, I'm well, just a teenager. We're gonna let Spider Man was a teenager. Oh, Spider Man, whatever. Spider Man. Do you guys okay. remember in Spider Man Two when like the Chinese lady sings that theme song? It's my Spider Man, a Spider Man. <laughs> I does whatever a spider can. Spins a web any size. Can't you see? He's just like flies. Look out! Here comes a Spider Man. Corey, everybody. Woo! Thank you very much. Oh, boy. I'm trying to see if I have that song. You're, you're, <laughs> such, you're such a delight, Corey. We, we enjoy having you on the, on the show. How Thank does it feel to, to waste a little bit more time? How does it feel to be our very first guest? 
Uh, I'm very honored, actually, to be your guys' very first guest. I would like to thank you guys personally. Right. We're glad we caught you, too, because according to you, you're actually leaving tomorrow for about a week. I am. I'm going to Idaho. No, you're going Utah. Oh. 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 Our audience is going to be really offended by that. Anyway, yeah, Corey. Yeah, I'm dead. sorry. Anyways. Corey, you have one. <laughs> Shut up. You have one question. You have one minute to answer this next question. The best way you can. Yes. If you could be any hero, what hero would you be? In one minute, go. Okay. Um, very very difficult question due to the fact that there are so many heroes in this world. But if I had to choose between one, I would definitely pick Wolverine. I mean, he's freaking three claws in each hand, and I mean he can never be destroyed. He's lined with adamantium on his bones. I mean. What the heck? You can never destroy something like that. I mean, it, you the only way you could actually kill him is to heat him up in a furnace, and then he'll melt into nothingness. But, you know, uh, I, I love the fact that he can never be killed, and his three claws just are a complete add-on. Totally awesome. All right, Alex, go now. Okay, um, I would rather be the Green Lantern because, hello, if you're— Ryan Reynolds! Okay, yes, he's amazing. Go how? Hey, this is my turn. <laughs> I don't know that joke. Anyways, so you can create anything with that ring out of sheer willpower. If your will is strong, you can make, like, a 50-ton boulder crush on your enemy, and he, that's just the end of it. You'd win, and that's that end of story. Um, the, and Unless he's they're Wolverine. Whatever, okay? I'm pretty sure that would be a tough battle to fight anyways because Ryan Reynolds' will is very strong. And, um, um, you mean the character Ryan Reynolds plays? Yeah. Cause I'm pretty sure Ryan Reynolds is not a Green Lantern. Whatever. He's kind of strong too. I mean, he's kind of he's a, Yeah, you for can't, sure. You can't be that rich. You're cutting into my time. I'm sorry. Anyways. Yeah. I would pick the Green Lantern and he's green. Green's my favorite color. So, uh, yeah, I'm done. Tyler, go. I'm going to be all of you guys right now. Um, Dr. Manhattan from The Watchmen. Oh, gross. Oh. You get to be naked. Ew. All the time. That's nasty. I get, to be, I get to be a blue naked man. You just get to walk down the street not even caring. It's just but, but the thing about Dr. Manhattan is he has – you can't stop him. He's ultimate powerful. I could point at Wolverine and watch him turn into nothing. Well, I'm pretty sure it's because he'd look at your small oh! anatomy. Oh! oh! Have you ever seen Dr. Manhattan? Oh, that's I have, name. but if we're talking about you, then I, oh, I'm just assuming. <laughs> oh. I think that's a privilege that comes with being blue. You get a, a, blue. a blue pill. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it wasn't a pill. I well, mean, no, I, let's let's let's, let's um okay we're, before we're this done. before yeah. this gets too gnarly for our for our audience <laughs> <laughs> and for my self esteem. <laughs> <laughs> Corey equals win. Okay, um, yeah, well. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We're pretty much done. Um, ask us more questions, please. We had we need them. Yes. We um join us next week for our next podcast, which um is going to be the theme of dreams. Inception. Oh, I didn't think about that. That'll bring up. Um, me and Alex will tell you our craziest dreams, and if you guys each send us your craziest dream, the winner will be post on this show. 
we'll, mi- yeah, we'll do something. We'll do something special for you guys. We'll tell your dream. We'll probably think ask of it at us, the last minute, but you know, yeah. Ask us all your dream questions you possibly can think What's of. your craziest dream? Um, what are dreams made out of? What do you think is the scariest dream you've ever had? And we, me and Tyler will explain our weirdest and most bizarre dreams to you guys. What plagues your dreams? Anyway, Corey, thanks for being on our show tonight. Thank you very much for having me. It was a it was a big privilege for us. Thank you. Thank Honor. you guys. Honor. <laughs> All right. And Honor I'd like to ever. thank you guys for listening to this podcast. I enjoyed being on it. And uh see you later. Yeah, thanks guys. All right. I'm Audio Tyler. Listened. I'm Alex. I'm Corey. And, and we're, we're signing, signing off. off.